Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We have already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence, so you will never work for someone else again. Successfully Unemployed, your place for freedom. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's time for the Successfully Unemployed show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to show you how other people and I myself have quit that nine to five just over broke job. I don't want you to have to work for anybody else ever again. And that's why I have the show Successfully Unemployed, because I interview fantastic entrepreneurs, investors, side hustle experts, and anybody possible who has quit their job and make money in other ways, random ways or great ways that we've already heard of in every single which way. Now, in today's show, we're going to be talking all about memberships and how membership is really the new economy, really. You think of Netflix, you're going to be paying a monthly subscription. Disney Plus, they said, man, we're losing out. Let's start Disney Plus and actually have our own subscription. If you have a model that's a subscription model that gets people to pay you monthly, on top of that, you can scale it up to where you can have as many people in there as possible, you know, 100, 200, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 10,000 people inside of your membership, inside of your subscription service, you can make money and charge a lot lower of a dollar amount for your customers, but give the same value to everybody. And so you're bringing the price point down and you are making much, much more money every single month. I'm a big believer in memberships. I want you to be as well. And I brought on an expert, somebody who is absolutely fantastic, who really showed me the light that I needed to do a membership, even though I'm going to say that I had already known about memberships. I've already thought about it. I've already even launched memberships in the past, but I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do it for master passive income. I got courses, I have coaching, but then after talking to this gentleman, this expert, absolute awesome expert, he's my go-to guru on memberships. He showed me the light and now I've done it and I'm so happy I can help so many more people at much lower price point so that they can start investing in real estate. It is absolutely amazing. Instead of charging thousands and thousands of dollars for coaching, it's usually about four or five, six thousand dollars for coaching. Now they're paying a low flat monthly fee and they get group coaching with everybody else and they get the courses and they get the community. They get so much more value and they can start investing, making money all for that low price point as opposed to three to four or five thousand dollars for the things that I offer so I can help so many more people. And I have my best-selling book, How to Quit Your Job with Passive Income. I want to give you that absolutely for free. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash free book. Successfullyunemployed.co forward slash free book. I will get you my best-selling book, How to Quit Your Job with Passive Income, absolutely for free. All right, guys, let's jump into today's show. We will be interviewing a gentleman who started many memberships and now teaches how to do memberships. His name is Shane Sams of Flipped Lifestyle. Okay, let's get into it. Shane Sams, thank you so much for being on the Successfully Unemployed show. Dustin, it is good to see you, brother. I'm glad to be here today. It is a beautiful day here in Southeast Kentucky, and uh, I'm ready to talk memberships and making money online, baby. I'm here to help some people become and stay self-employed on the podcast today. I love it. Absolutely. And you know what's interesting is 
when I've always thought about memberships, I've had, I've even launched memberships in the past, but with master passive income, I was, I never wanted to do a membership because I just like, I don't want to show up all the time and do so much work. And you and I, we were just, we were at a conference together. We had a mutual friend that we were all having dinner together. And I said, you know what? I, I, I just basically said, I don't want to do a membership. You looked at me dead serious and said, you need a membership. I, I can, I could absolutely remember that. Now I've launched my membership. Now everything for master passive income membership is going well. People are getting coached where they normally couldn't because I just couldn't spend the time. Now I'm able to help so many people. Now, before we get into anything more about that, because we're going to get dive into all that, talk to us about how you make money online and, and how you're able to provide for your family and be successfully unemployed. Well, the, the basic way that we make money online right now is we host memberships. And what that means is we have a product or a service that is supported by a community. And when you combine those two things together with leadership, you have what we call a membership. And our basic principle is if I can get 100 people to pay me $50 a month, that's $5,000 a month, $60,000 a year. If I get 200 people, I'm making six figures, right? So all of our businesses, everything that we do, we're in, we're in different spaces, but we we sell memberships um, out there. Now, we used to not be online business owners. We used to not be entrepreneurs. Of course, I used to be a school teacher um, about 10 years. Was, what was that? I guess about 10, almost 10 years ago, Dustin. I can't believe I've been doing this this long. But uh, we used to be school teachers, and uh, we were doing that normal nine to five stuff. And uh, we stumbled into online business and we later on figured out we accidentally were doing memberships and we didn't even know it. So memberships is the basic way that uh, we make our living online right now. Now, being a teacher, what's interesting is as a teacher, you're literally already teaching. You're, you are teaching something to somebody. And that's what an online membership is and can be is you're not just teaching somebody in a classroom. You're teaching many, 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 many people. And you're not limited to a space that you have to actually go to. And you're not limited to your time. There's so much more that you can do. So now I want to quickly go into the thought of being a teacher, making that first little bit of money, and then now being able to not, not fast forwarding, but saying, you know what, I have something here. Let me go, you know, whole hog into this. And then being able to say, you know what, I'm actually going to quit. I'm going to quit and then jump into this. So talk to us about that. So I want to stress to everybody that, you know, we had my wife, Jocelyn, and I, we had the quote unquote American dream, right? Like we had steady jobs with the steady paycheck and the health insurance. And we had a decent amount of money for where we live, but it was one of those paychecks where you got paid on Friday and it ran out Thursday. You ever had a paycheck like that before? That's a just overbroke job. Yes, That's absolutely. exactly right, man. You know what I mean? So, but it was, you know, we were kind of cruising along and said, Hey, you know what? We'll just keep doing this and, until we retire. What, what? there can't be much better than this. We're good. We're okay. Right. And, um, I actually had a really bad experience with a boss that, uh, showed me that I was actually not just going to a job. I was selling power over my life to somebody else. Okay. Um, one morning, uh, my son who was three years old at the time, we were just like a lot of normal people. We were taking our kids to daycare, drop them off at daycare, pick them up afterwards. And he started becoming really scared and really withdrawn about going into the building. But he was young, couldn't talk a lot at the time. We didn't think anything of it. Um, but then one morning, he basically said, she hurts me. I'm scared of her. I don't want to go in. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he explained to me in that moment that the lady inside of this daycare was locking him inside of a bathroom in the dark for hours at a time and was punishing him um, for potty training accidents. And we would find out later that there was some horrific things 
happening in this daycare. It had changed ownership. So all this happened really fast. This has been a really great facility for a long time, but they had hired a few new people. Some new people came in and they were doing things like sitting on kids under beanbag chairs. And we heard that one kid, they, uh, he had a potty training accident and they put him like up on a table in his underwear and encouraged the other kids to make fun of him. But my son, for some reason, they were locking him in a windowless bathroom in the dark uh, for hours at a time. Now, I, I'm finding this out in the morning. I'm on my way to school. I have a legal obligation to be in the classroom because there's 30 high school juniors going to burn down the building if I don't show up. I can't get a hold of my wife, who's also working. I can't get a hold of anybody else. And I didn't know what to do. I, I couldn't get a hold of my boss. I, I didn't know what to do. So, so I didn't. I took Isaac away from this place. My daughter at the time was only 18 months old and she was at another facility, but they didn't have a license to keep kids older than two. But I knew one of the ladies there and I said, let me leave my son. I'll come back and get him. I'm not going to leave him here all day. You watch him. She had actually babysit Isaac when he was a baby like that. And I went to work and I said, I'm going to go to work. Tell him what's going on. I'm going to be right back. I had about a 25 minute commute. So it took me a while to get to my job. Went and got someone to watch my class. I went down to tell my principal, hey, I got to go. My, my son's in jeopardy. I, I, I got to go ha handle this situation. Well, he was gone, but there was an assistant principal there at the time. And she listened to the story that I just told you. Right. And I remember her really calm, not listening. And I said at the end of it, I said, hey, I've, I've got to go back and get him. He can't stay there for long. Um, she agreed to watch him for a while. And I remember, man, she took her glasses off and laid them down and looked right at me and said, Mr. Sams, um, I can't watch your class. I don't have any subs available right now. And I know your son needs you, but your job needs you too. And you're going to have to handle your personal problems after work. And, ooh, I was so, I, I don't know how I kept from flipping her desk over at that moment. I, I you know, I, I somehow kept my composure. And, um, and I just said, well, I'm going to leave and you're going to have to write me up and we'll deal with it later. So I left and on my way back down that 25 minute row back to my son, man, I caught my eye in the rearview mirror and I just remember being so furious, but not at her, but at, my, at myself that I had gave so much power over my life to another person just because they promised me a piddly little paycheck and health insurance. And dude, I made a promise to myself right then and there that I would never, ever be in that situation again. I couldn't quit my job because I had to pay the bills and I didn't know what I was going to do. But, um, you know, but I started looking for ways to make money, looking for ways to make money offline, online, any way I could do it. And I actually was out mowing my grass one day and I was listening to this podcast called the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn. You all probably know who Pat Flynn is. And I hear this guy talking about making money online and he made some study guide for a test and he saved it as a PDF and he was emailing this to people for $49 a PDF. And I was like, I hit the brakes on that lawnmower, about drove it off the cliff, jumped off of it and just left it running like it was skidding in the grass. And I ran inside and I told my wife, I know how we're going to make money online. I know how we're going to replace our income. I know how I can get a hundred people to give me $50. I've been telling you this. We're going to email people stuff and they're going to send us money. It's going to be awesome. And uh, my wife was like, dude, just get out of here. Go, go, go freaking mow the grass. But long story short, it was a disaster for the next six months. Never could figure out how to make anything work. No traffic, no money. All that, that Pat Flynn guy was full of crap. Everything was terrible. And one night, man, I was about to give up, dude. And uh, I was looking at my analytics of course, my Google ad said zero, like they did every single night. Slammed the computer shut, went to the bathroom to brush my teeth. And I, and I was really discouraged. And I looked up 
in the mirror and then I looked up to the sky and I said, God, is this real? Like, are, is it really possible to make passive income? And is it really possible to make money on the internet and not have a boss and all those things? And, you know, give me a sign. I'll go back to work and I'll suffer through it to retirement or show me some kind of sign that it works and I'll, I'll keep going. And uh, dude, before I went to bed that night, I opened my computer up and I hit refresh and where a zero had been there before there was 11 cents in my account, a dime and a freaking penny. And you would have thought it would have been $11 million when I just won the lottery. I started jumping up and down, going crazy. And I said, oh my gosh, look. And I flipped it around and showed Jocelyn. I said, look, I created something and somebody sent money back. I don't know how it worked, but if we can get 11 cents, we can get $11. We can do this. And, and I thought, as I was saying it, I realized I was more and more crazier as I said it. And I looked stupider and stupider. It's a dime and a penny. You can find that in your couch cushion. But Jocelyn, my wife, was like, huh, what else could we do? And she got on board. And that's when we launched our uh, education company where we started selling lesson plans to teachers. We sold playbooks to football coaches, lesson plans to librarians, and lesson plans to history teachers. And we built a little bitty list, man. And we launched that first list and we made uh, $2,700 on our first email, our first product. And then uh, that was for the August lesson pack of elementarylibrarian.com. And I looked down and said, sell them September. So he sold them September. And I said, it worked again. We had $3,000. <laughs> sell them October. And it worked again. I was like, do it again. And we just kept going and we kept moving and moving. And when we created the whole year, the next year, what we realized was we had created a monthly membership. So then we said, hey, let's launch this thing. Let's get people to pay us $49 a month. And I, uh, in July of 2013, we made $15,000 on this thing. Uh, in August of 2013, we made $36,000 on this thing. And then in on September 27th, 2013, I walked into that same office. That person told me no. And I handed them our letter of resignation and said, bye. And uh, we have been online business ever since, making our money through membership, serving people in every U.S. state and dozens of countries all over the world, and uh, all from the internet sitting on the back porch here in Southeast Kentucky, man. So That story is, it's going to hit home for lots of people, not necessarily with the kid, but having issues or looking at your job and just realizing it could be that there's so much more to life than working that just overbroke job and there are so many other ways, but we don't realize that if we're all caught in our own bubble. Like we're, we're caught wife, on a railroad track. That's what it is. We're all yes. caught on a railroad track, and you don't realize you can have the open highway if you just choose it. You know, my wife, her dad was a teacher, her brother is a teacher, and I think a bunch of other people in her family was teachers. So like, I'll just be a teacher, and that's just the route they. Then we get kind of stuck in. Okay, there's maybe a couple ways. I'll just get a job here. I'll get a job there. I only have a couple ways. That's why I love successfully unemployed because there's so many ways to make money. And if you find what really works for you, and I love real estate, I love rental properties, that's where I make my money. But I also love online business because I can help so many more people. And that's what this game's all about, is helping and serving. The more people that we can serve, the more money we can make and more money we can earn, the more help we can give to other people to get them to where they want to be. And so let's go to the first thought that comes to my mind. If we're going to start with creating a membership, creating something that's going to be online and teaching people, where do we start? Like what's, it, it seems like the idea is what, like, what are we going to teach about? Oh my goodness. Like there's so many things out there. I'm not proficient at anything, or I might be okay at fishing or I might be okay at this. Like what, what do we, where do we start with that idea and how do we know we should run with it? 
So we always, one of the things we tell everybody is we all have God-given talents and experiences, right? Talents and experiences that we either innately have or we have learned over time that we can use to serve somebody else. And I think that Russell Brunson uh, from ClickFunnels says this best. If you're one chapter ahead in a book, you can look back and help the people that are one chapter behind you. So, so, so we all have something that we can offer something else. And that, and that means that we can solve problems for people. So that's the first question we ask everybody is what problem can you serve for someone else? And then we tell them, once you figure out the problem based on your God given talents and experiences that you can go help somebody else with, you have to turn that into a product. We're a product first company. We believe that you have to have a core curated system or step-by-step -step process to teach people something. That's where your membership starts at. Okay. So I always tell people, write down on 10, you know, get your post-it notes out, write down 10 things and just say to yourself, what are my God-given talents? Maybe, maybe it's singing, maybe it's mechanical, maybe you can change tires really well. I don't know, but just start writing down anything you can think of. Okay. And get you about 10 good ideas and then reach out to some people you love and love you right? It might be your spouse. It might be your mom and dad. They'll tell you all the things you're good at, right? It might be your friends and write about 10 more post-it notes out. Okay. And just get, and just say, what am I good at? What if you, if you wanted to learn something and you were going to come to me to teach you how to do that, what would that be? So now you've got 15, 20 post-it notes that you're sitting there. I always kind of at that point, get them into two piles. One pile is things I'm really interested in kind of, I don't want to say passionate about, but like I'm really interested in. And the other is more like skill-based stuff. Like for example, one of my companies, I was a trained teacher. I was a, I had a master's degree in teaching. I had a history degree from the University of Kentucky. I taught in public schools for 10 years. I'm not necessarily passionate about curriculum, right? But I had this skill and that's what I leaned into. But I was also a football coach. That was on my passion side. I love the 353 defense in high school football, baby. I can show you how to draw a blitz, man. I can do it. Like, so like I loved that. So those were the first two things that I created. One of them was something I loved, but the other one was a really practical skill or experience that I built. Okay. So once you have these, now we have to ask ourselves a simple question. Can this make money? Not will this make money, but can this make money online? Are there enough people looking for it where it can make money? And there's two easy ways to do that. The first one, you go to Amazon and you start typing in all of your ideas. If somebody's wrote a book about it and that book's got reviews, that means somebody bought the book. There's a market, there's a pie. Now I just have to get a piece of the pie. The next thing you do is you go to Google, you type in those ideas again, but we're not looking for search results. We're looking for ads. If you type in your interest or, or idea and you have an ad, that means somebody's spending money to make more money. Now that's a good idea. If you see ads, you got a good thing. So if somebody put in all that time to create a book about the thing you want to write about and somebody's spending money, to show ads to people about the thing you want to write about, you need to pursue that now and put it into the market and see if they'll give you some of that money too. And remember, people don't buy products. People don't buy content. Every piece of content on the internet's free. You can find anything you want. They buy a quicker solution, a curated path, and they buy a voice. You can tell Dustin, I'm from Southeast Kentucky. I talk a little funny, right? But don't confuse my intellect from my dialect because you might miss something important. Right. But there, there are peer people who do not like to listen to my podcast because I say, y'all, they don't think I'm smart. They don't think I'm good. But there's a, there's 60 million people living in the South that love my podcast and hate those people from New York and California talking on their podcast. So they're going to they're going to listen to me, even if I'm teaching the exact same thing as somebody else. So if you follow that post-it note plan, 
and you follow that Amazon research and then you jump over to Google and you see a few ads, it's time to take action. It's time to put your stamp on that niche and uh, see if you can get some money out of it too. Yeah, but Shane, if somebody has already written a book or if there's a bunch of books, how am I going to, I mean, there's, that's already filled. Like there's so many people already doing it. Why should I continue? Like, it seems like, oh, they already got that cornered. I should just find something else. Is that true? No, that's not true. I'm going to tell you a story. So was I, when I was writing my first playbook, you know, like I've, I have had some good experience. I was a graduate assistant at West Virginia University, coached college football for a couple of years. Um, I was a defensive coach at Eastern Kentucky University. I was uh, a member of a couple high school staffs that did really, really well. But when I got so I, I, I went out at 27 years old and I became a head football coach in high school football. Right. It's a pretty good accomplishment. I was like the second youngest coach in the state of Kentucky when I got hired. OK, and <clears throat> here's the deal. My first year as a head football coach, I went 0-10 and got running clocked 60 to nothing like eight times. Got my brains beat in. I realized real quick I knew nothing about football. Now, over the next 10 years, I would um, have head coaching jobs. I was a defensive coordinator and learned what it took to get to 500, to get seven, eight wins, to, to create a good, solid, competitive program, right? You know, and it took me a while to do that. Never won a state championship, never had a 10-0 season, never had anything like that as a high school football coach. But here's what I realized. One, I could write about the defense in a way that other – that you know, that when you went to a clinic and you saw Nick Saban from the Alabama Crimson Tide walk in and tell you about defense, well, Nick Saban's got a 325-pound nose tackle, and that's why his defense is so good. He's got the fastest cornerback on the field. Of course he can stop the pass, you know. But my guys were slow and out of shape. And they didn't know nothing about football when they came onto my high school team. And I had to figure out ways to teach those kids how to go out and win. And they couldn't understand these complicated schemes these other coaches were selling. But I could make it simple for them, right? So I wrote a book called uh, The 353 Defense for High School Football. And it was basically written from the perspective of, hey, I've been 0 and 10. You know, I've been. Uh, uh, I've, I've been, uh, when I was in uh, high school as an assistant, I saw what 10 and 0 looked like. I've soared with the Eagles and I've slithered with the snakes and I've been everywhere in between. So like, I know what you're going through as a coach. And my goal for you is to make you be happy on Friday nights, more nights than you're not. If we can get you to six wins and you lose five, you were happy more weekends than not during the football season. So that message, that experience, that God-given experience of putting me through that 0-10 and, and then you know teaching me how to coach on the other side was what I leaned into to create my version of that 3-5-3 defense. There's a guy named Jeff Castile that has a book and a video series about the 3-5-3 defense for college football, and you can go learn the advanced techniques from him. But if you want to learn how to uh, win with a really fat, out of shape nose guard, bring it on, baby. I'm going to teach you how because I did it a couple times. So like writing from your voice and your experience and the, even just the way you talk is going to appeal to a certain segment of the market. And never forget this fact. There are 4 billion people on the internet. You only need 100 people to pay you $50 a month to make $60,000 a year and become and stay self-employed. And if you want to be a six-figure income earner, you only need a 200, right? So it's not that hard. You don't need a bunch of people. And there are people out there that would rather listen to you than someone else if you'll just open your mouth and say something. That's brilliant. I So I'm more of an offensive guy. I played running back for Fresno State. And I'm, I've, I've always been on offense. I love defense because defense wins championships. But I, I, I'm an offensive guy. So when you're talking about 353, I know everything you're talking about. But I know even though I go and coach my flag football for my kids, 
I could definitely learn so much more. So it could pick up that book now. But thinking about also, if somebody else is already in that in that market, that proven proves that there is a market. Now, somebody would say, like, if I tell somebody, you should literally be teaching this online. Like, oh, you know, there's already other people. There. I'll give you an example. So I was talking to a friend. I'm talking to his wife, and I said, you teach AP biology. You absolutely should do this online. You already have the curriculum. You already have a great um, uh, track record of, of kids scoring and like 85% of a pass rate on the, the exam. You should literally be teaching that online. You can make, you can do really well and you can help so many more people. And she goes, oh man, there's guy, there's somebody already in there. He's, he's already cornered the market. He's already got, and I said, wait, wait, wait. Did you realize that I teach real estate? I teach how to do real estate. I started in 2015 when I first started. Do you know how many people teach real estate? And I'm doing well in it. So just because somebody's in it or hundreds or thousands of people are in it doesn't mean there's not a slice of the pie for you. Exactly. There's like so on, many people there. There's a marketplace called Teachers Pay Teachers where 100,000 teachers are telling lesson plans, but they're all selling them. And like we have, a, we had a person in our, we have in our community, we probably have 15 different people selling math, but there's so many nuances into how they do it. You know what I'm saying? Like one person only focuses on California standards and, and there's 50 million people in California. Good Lord. She's going to find 100 members to give her $50 a month and make 60 grand a year. We have another guy in Ohio. He teaches geometry. Somebody else teaches algebra. And someone else teaches pre-algebra. I mean, there, there's like there's a million different branches. Like for, uh, you know, you teach real estate. Well, I know a guy I was telling you earlier. I got a buddy here. He's called the Redneck Realtor. He's driving around in his giant pickup truck with a cowboy hat and stirrups. And he's this big, good looking Garth Brooks looking son of a gun. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to teach it different than the person who's walking around Manhattan showing apartments. So like there's so many branches that you can like like go into it doesn't matter it's not like i think people get confused because they live in the offline world and they like you know um they see one they see kentucky fried chicken on one side of the street and they see chick-fil-a on the other and, they, and in your mind you're like well there ain't room for another chicken sandwich like i, I live in the uh, town where the first kentucky fried chicken was my aunt used to work for colonel sanders and it's funny there's a funny story about colonel sanders where he had a chicken joint on one side of the highway and and the other gas station across the street started selling chicken he starts shooting the dude with a rifle. He starts shooting over like, you ain't selling chicken. I'm the chicken. I'm Colonel Sanders. And they got they got into a gunfight because the competition was real, right? But that's not true on the internet. You literally have the entire world to sell to. You know, I have, uh, it. it's so funny. I have people in China who are teaching at expat schools, U.S. history lessons from our thing, you know? And like, I'm competing with textbook companies, man. Like I'm competing with these entrenched traditional legacy companies, but you know what? I sell it a little different. You know, I don't sell the history curriculum. I sell that I'm saving you time. That's my angle on it. Like never plan a lesson again, bell to bell instruction, 3.30, you're going home and spending time with your family instead of making lesson plans for the next day. They're selling, we have the best, most logical curriculum and our history is the most accurate and that's cool, but it's just like, I'm competing with people like that, like in that niche and I'm doing really well. So there's always going to be your hundred people or your thousand people. You know, if there's a million people in a market, I only need a thousand of them paying me $85 a month to make a million dollars a year. So there, there's plenty of room for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Let's say we're bought in. We're like, uh, Shane, you are right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I really want to start my membership. Once we have the idea, we know where we want to go. Our God-given talents and our experiences lead us in a direction of teaching this. Let's say, let's say it's AP Biology, and we want to start doing this. What is the first step after we have the idea? We, we're going to go. How do we then go about actually building this business? 
Yeah. I do two things first whenever we start someone in a new membership. Uh, there's, there's, it's kind of like a chicken or the egg thing. There's either an audience and a product, and you have to bring those two things together, right? So some people say you should do the audience first, right? Get yourself an audience that you can sell to. That's cool. Um, we actually say you should build the product first. And a membership product always has three components, okay? The first thing is content. People come for the content. That's what they're usually Google searching for when they find you, right? So we create a minimum version of the product. This is usually, it depends what it is. For an AP biology person, it might be their first month of lessons or their first month of curriculum or whatever that person's going to do for the next few weeks while you make the next part, right? So that could be a minimum viable product there. For someone like us who teaches things through courses and trainings and workbooks and stuff, we would create the minimum version, the categorical version of the product. I always say, what are your categories or your phases you take people through? Your modules will fill in over time as people ask you questions. So we create like the big picture categorical version of the product. This is usually somewhere between three and seven, 20 to 30 minute modules. And I don't go into big PowerPoints and presentations. This is face to camera stuff, Dustin. I want you to launch as fast as possible. Like turn the camera on, teach your thing, draw an outline and get it done. We'll, we'll make it better later, right? Uh, Flipped Lifestyle actually started with a bunch of face to camera stuff. And I later, once we made a bunch of money off of it, hired someone to go make nice PowerPoints on my talking. So we're gonna improve it later. It's just minimum viable content. The next thing, the next layer of your membership is figure out where you're going to host your community. The fastest, easiest way is a Facebook group, right? You can charge people to access your content and go into that community. And then you got to figure out how you're going to lead them. That can be as simple as going live in your Facebook group, or you can do what we do. We do Zoom member calls and Q&As, okay? Nothing complicated. We're not going to make trainings every single month. We're just going to answer people's questions. So if you can have content for them to consume, probably takes you a week to make that. Start a Facebook group. That takes you five minutes. Name it and put a picture at the top of it, right? That, and every time someone joins, you put them in that Facebook group. And then, you know, once every other week, maybe on a Monday at noon, go live with them and answer their questions about your content. That's going to start fleshing everything out, okay? So it really only takes about a week or two to put, to put the structure of that together and have the actual product with a pay somewhere they can pay you. Once you got that done, then it's just consistently creating content over time you know, podcasting, blogging, YouTube channel, something like that. So that's really it. That's the only thing about the membership. Our membership looks exactly like that. All of our memberships look like that. There's a place to get content. There's a place to hang out and talk to each other. And there's a place and a time for us to hang out with us as the leaders of the community twice a month. So if you can do so those we things, got, you got it. So we got the teaching courses and things that you've already created. You have the community and you also have the coaching, the, the, the hangout, like, like work with us, the, the idea of I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm there with you. So I love that. Now, if we're thinking about, well, the, uh, one other thing that you did said, you, you know, a blog, a podcast and having content out there, what is that for? Why do you have a podcast? Why do you have a blog? Why do you have content out there that's outside of the membership? Publishing is the most prolific way to build traffic. And you can't have, there's, there's, there's different levels of people. There's the people that don't know about you. Okay. So our job is to get in front of them somehow, right? There's the people that know about you. That's your audience. Okay. That's the people that know about you. Maybe they listen to your podcast or they read your blog or follow you on social. Okay. And then we have to move those people to prospects. That's when they usually sign up for an email list. So we might have free content like conversations like me and you are having. But we may have a free little module or course that's that first step 
into the membership and we'll give that to our audience for free if they'll sign up on our email list. Okay. Once they're prospects, we now have follow-up sequences to market to them to join the community. Okay. So the point of public facing content, right? And this is another reason we don't stress content in the membership. People come for the content, but they're not really wanting the content. They're wanting the curated path. They're wanting the blueprint, the roadmap, the success path to get to their goal. That's we're organizing things for them is all that content could still be free. We could give it all away, but we organize it inside the membership. We sell them that organized path. And when they come on and start walking that path, we are their guide and they are walking that path with other people. That's what makes them pay month after month and year after year. They're not alone. Right. Big mistake that we see, especially advanced membership owners who are people who have sold other things in the past, whether it's coaching or content, they try to just make their content into a into a payment plan. That's what they really do. And they forget about, hey, no, the most important thing you can do is connect your people with each other in your community because then they have friends and we don't leave our friends. Right. And then the other thing you can do is show up show up for them, whether it's, it doesn't have to be a lot. Like I know people that run one member call a month for 90 minutes. That's it. That's all they do. They, they literally have a thousand people paying them and they show up for 90 minutes, right? That, that can happen. You got to show up and be a leader for your organization. Or I've got another buddy who has a great membership. It's on, it's for writers and he has uh, it's accountability. So they pay $39 a month. He has like almost a thousand people now paying him $39 a month. And all they do is show up for writing times. He shows up and goes, Hey guys, we're going to write for an hour together. I'm here with you. He clicks a button, a little hourglass comes on and turns over and he goes, I'll see you in 45 minutes. And he's sitting there writing and they're all writing together and they'll talk in the chat together while they're writing. All right, guys, see you tomorrow. And he actually started hiring people to run those times for him. So he has different people on his team running times. All he does is show up, provide accountability. His sales page is amazing because it counts down to the next writing time, which they happen every day. So it's always like three hours to sign up, right? But, um, but that's it. That's the whole thing he's provided. Uh, the content is some writing training, very simple stuff, like how to overcome writer's block. Uh, the community is their hangouts where they all hang out together. And he does one writing time a week with them where he gets work done. It's brilliant, right? So it's like a co-work session. So just creating those three things and, and combining them together creates a really powerful synergy um, that will maintain momentum and keep people paying over and over. And you don't have to worry about them leaving all the time. So we need to have the teaching, which would be basically courses. We need to have the community. And I want to dive because courses, we could talk about courses, but it's really, like you said, it's really just delivering the content, having it in a place that is going to be continually accessible by other people. It's a place but, when people ask you questions to point to. So you don't have to sit for an hour and explain something. You say, someone says, how do I come up with an idea? Oh, well, you go to the idea course and then you research it. That, that's all, it, all your courses are as a way to point Q&A to. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Now, I want to touch on, because we'll get to the group coaching or the coaching type, and I love the writer. When you told me that, when we were sitting in that restaurant, and I said, no, I'm not going to do a membership. You're like, yes, you need to do a membership. You told me about what that writer was doing, and he's literally just showing up and saying, let's write together. He doesn't have to do anything other than write together and just get a countdown timer, and people are paying him. I'm like, what? People pay for that? Oh, my goodness. I thought maybe I could do something like that. So... I, I want to get on the group coaching because I definitely want to dive into that. Um, but what I want to talk about is the community. How do we make sure that, because being a content creator, I'm thinking my head, people are coming for all the great courses that I give and my my uh, group coaching that I'm going to do. But the community aspect, that's something that's that has to be built in from the inside out, like the people there. How do we 
how do we number one start that community? And then number two, I mean, we'll get into how do we make sure that they stay engaged? How do they stay active? How do we hold each other accountable? Do we connect people? How do we do all that stuff with the community to make sure that people go back for the community? So uh, last year we did our uh, second big live event. We do like a, we call it the fl- it's the flip lifestyle family reunion, but we call it flip your life live. But in- internally, it's the family reunion, and it's a uh, it's a hundred people who come to uh, Lexington, Kentucky and hang out with me and Jocelyn for two days. We do all the content. I spoke on, I speak, I do eight speeches on stage and Q and A's and we and Jocelyn just, we just cram it with awesome content. We have a lot of workshopping where we're walking around helping people. And so we have a VIP dinner with 25 people. Okay. We sell 25 tickets. So here's how I, here's how, here's why I love our community and how I know we've done a good job building community. So we went to that and, and we had a dessert reception where we were mingling and walking around with those 25 people at dinner. Nobody talked to me and Jocelyn at, at the, at the, at the, at the walk around, everybody was talking to each other and they kind of came over and said, hi, right. And this is our VIP dinner. They paid triple to be in, in this thing. Right. But they were in with their friends that they talked to in the forums. They were there on, it was the people who they were hearing ask questions on member calls. And it was a chance to not only be in the room with me and Jocelyn, they wanted to be there clearly, you know what I'm saying? But it was to, it was that connection that they already had with each other online that carried into the offline world. And I was so proud that at that moment, I wasn't like, oh, my ego wasn't hurt. My feelings weren't hurt. I was like, I'm here. Come talk to me. You know, it was like, no, nah, man, this they were with their people and they were really with their family and their friends. And you have to create that moment for people if you want your community to have a real lasting power with lots of L- lifetime value and ROI. So here's how we do it. Number one, you got to be really clear on who you're trying to attract into your community, and you have to create filters that keep the wrong people out. I say, look, I, God bless you out there. I'm not trying to talk bad about nobody, but we do not try to attract people in their 20s. We just don't. If you, and we do not try to attract people. We have people in their 20s, and we have people. some people that don't have kids, but we usually are really tight with our messaging. When it's a picture of me and Jocelyn, it's a picture of me and Jocelyn with our kids. When we're talking online, we talk about, we, we use language that we think would appeal to people 35 and up, you know, 30 and up, right? Because we, we really know that we want that kind of community. We want it to be people with kids, school age kids are better. Um, we want people who are um, uh, with their, you know, significant other, right? You know what I'm saying? They have a partner that they have to navigate that relationship, right? So we try to say, we say things like, hey, this is a community of hundreds of family-focused entrepreneurs from around the world. We say, we use words like that as much as we can in our marketing, on our podcast. When we have guests on our podcast, our podcast is a little different. It's people from our community. They're like coaching calls. So we position ourselves as experts while helping our members. But the first 15 minutes of that conversation is tell us about you and your family and your background. And we're constantly seeding the people that we are trying to attract. So if you if you don't just want to let everybody in and try to attract everybody, that's the worst way you can ever do it. Get decide who you're trying to reach. Like we're trying to reach uh, we're trying to reach people who are married and have school age kids between 30 and 50 like that. When I talk about our audience, that's who I'm thinking about. And we let our language uh, reveal that. So that'll draw the right people in. We have a lot of different people. I had a lady write me one time. She said, hey, um, I'm a single godless heathen, but I love y'all. I, I, she said that word for word, bro. She goes, <laughs> she goes, I'm a single godless heathen. And, um, and, uh, and, and, uh, and uh, you know, and I, uh, I, I don't, I'm not a Christian, but can I join your membership? I just love you guys. I'm like, well, sure you can. Like, and she did very well and she was successful. And 
she went out there and did the thing, you know? So like, it's awesome. But like, you're, but 85% of our audience is going to look the way we want it to. All right. So then when you get them in the membership, okay, you have to strategically connect them with each other. And that means you've got to get out of the way. Like we don't, uh, me and Jocelyn, Jocelyn is in our forums and our community managers are in our forums, but we have rules like don't, one of me and Jocelyn don't answer questions the first pass. Our team should not be answering questions. Give them 48 hours and let the community talk to each other. Now, that might mean in the beginning, I've got to go start a topic for people to talk about. That might mean I've got to say, if someone emails me a question, I might have to say, hey, you know, that's a great question. Let's put that in the community and let's see if we can get some discussion around it. Because I, we and Jocelyn don't have a monopoly on great ideas. Let's let everybody help each other. So you've got to create an environment where you are not positioning yourself as coming to the rescue for everything. And, allow, and, and, and sometimes that's hard because you're like, oh, people aren't talking today. It feels a little quiet. Well, maybe just take a post that someone put and email that to your list and say, hey, Jim asked a great question. We would love to get some community feedback. I'm just I'm just pushing that question to the forefront for people. I'm leading, but I'm not the one answering the question. OK, and you've got to create a situation where your community knows they have each other because you can't be there for everyone. OK, you can only do for a few what you wish you could do for everybody. You've got to step back. Let the ego come away. You show up on member calls and answer as many questions as you can for an hour, hour and a half. That's where you show up. But you got to let your community do that. So make sure you know your avatar. Make sure you're drawing in the people you want to draw in. That will automatically create synergy because they're the same people and they want to hang out with like minded people. And then in the community, know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Show up when you're supposed to. Step back and let everybody, let leaders emerge. You look for your leaders. Highlight good conversations. Start conversations, but don't finish them. And that community will eventually build. Now, I, one number, reason the 100 number is so important in our messaging, we don't see great community and conversation really build uh, until you get to about 75 to 100 people is generally where that happens. Uh, because you're always going to have lurkers. It's 80-20 rule. You know, there's some people aren't just going to talk as much. But you will, at that 75 to 100 mark, find you a, you're able to step back more, get out of the way. So lead more in that first 75 to 100, and then 100 to 200 is easy because they all start talking uh, to each other. So that that's how we tell people to build community. So those are th that's great stuff. Practically, let's look at forums versus Facebook book, uh, group or or both and how to make sure. And another one thought is, you know, do we do Zoom calls where everybody, you can see everybody's pictures and they all talk. So let's start with forums. Do we need a forum? I was like, man, I don't want to, you know, get a whole nother product and, and create an old forum. Do we need a forum? Is that, is that something that's necessity? Not necessarily. It, it, that's almost experimenting. Like it's weird because like, I was like flip lifestyle. So flip lifestyle, we did not want to use a Facebook group. And in flip lifestyle where we're teaching people, you know, how to start a website, build a membership, build a platform, make content. Like these people are coming in with the expectation of learning new habits and skills, right? So in that audience, it made a lot of sense, even though we probably grew slower in the beginning because we had to teach a new habit, log into the community, do those things, but you can automate some of that. Um, it made sense for us to build a forum because we wanted to keep all the content. Like I have over 100,000 forum posts in the Flip Your Life community from over the last 
five or six years. So we all that content we own, we control, we can release them as blog posts, we can we can do roundups, we can send emails out, like we can do all that all belongs to us and it just keeps building. Like if you look at our courses, there's five years of questions under them. So we have this, it's not just my first course, it's every question anyone's ever asked that we've answered, you know? So all that just keeps building and stacking. And in that space, it made sense. Now in our, in my US history teacher site, that was hard. That did not make sense because we were, it's hard to teach non-techie teachers who are not trying to learn anything new, a new skill, but they're all on Facebook. So it's weird, like we use Facebook there. We actually use our Facebook page a lot, not even our, our group to build that community. And we share memes and stuff just to make teachers laugh and feel camaraderie. And we always bend them to where it's the history teacher perspective, right? So we actually build a lot of our community over on Facebook and that one, the forums only host the uh, the stuff, but, but we have one forum where teachers can share their resources. That's pretty popular, right? So they feel like they're contributing to the discussion and contributing to the thing. And, and every time we see someone <laughs> launch a membership, um, it's different. Uh, our, my football coaches freaking hate all technology. They hate it. They hate Facebook. They hate tech. It's it was awful. So the only way to build community there was just through a Q&A every other week. You know what I'm saying? That's how we build it. And now on the football coaches, they love to see each other. It was like a Zoom, like a staff, like a we're in a coaches meeting. You know what I'm saying? Um, on our in flipped lifestyle, we don't have everybody up. One, there's too many people. Like we'll have 200 people on a member call or, you know what I'm saying? So like we use the webinar software there to manage that community. Um, on U.S. history teachers, if I was going to say something, I would probably just go live and let them talk on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to take experimenting. The, the main thing that we you have to have is just a place to keep your content that's protected with a paywall. Okay. And then you have to decide what the best solution for creating community is for your people. It's not one size fits all. Um, a Facebook group is a great place to start because it's easy. Um, the only thing we don't like about Facebook groups is you, you're building your house on rented land. You know what I'm saying? And Facebook, we actually had a member last week. I did an emergency coaching call on the podcast. Her Facebook account got shut down and she had a Facebook group of 1200 people and she didn't have a backup. plan. Yeah, man, it was bad. So like your email list and your forums give you that control, but that might not be the, be I mean, listen, take the risk. If the only place your people will talk is on a Facebook group, dang, use the Facebook group. Don't teach new habits. Uh, the only new habit you should be teaching people is how to pay you every month, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it you don't have to have anything. You just have to have a way to facilitate community. And you're going to have to experiment to figure that out. It's not going to be easy. Um, start with a Facebook group. Try a forum. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's a Twitter hashtag. And you just show up every Saturday and you do a, you do a sat chat. You know what I'm saying? Or something. You know, you hashtag flip lifestyle Saturday chat, you know, whatever. Like that might work for you. You just got to experiment uh, until you figure it out. But Facebook groups, easiest one. If you have a Facebook account on the left, it says group. Click that. Click new. Make a title. You've got a Facebook group. So that's probably the. And don't let anybody join it until they give you money. <laughs> that's the best way to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it seems like Facebook is the lowest hanging fruit or the simplest way to start grabbing um, community or building a community. Now, you said something. I, I, it's a quick uh, question for you. Uh, so in the course, usually courses will give you the option to turn off comments or, or turn them off or leave them on. Would you strongly suggest to leave them on or turn them off? Uh, leave every, any way you can get like I, uh, I would say this is what I'm, a piece of advice I always give everybody for sales. Everybody you encounter is one question away from giving you money. 
Okay. So you have to facilitate as much open communication with your community as possible. And that includes retention. So if you close off those comments and things like that, you might be that one question away from a great idea and answering that question from that person paying you again next month. You know what I mean? So I, I leave everything wide open as much as possible. Now that, that creates a new problem. You have to have moderation, but if you if your message is correct and, and the right person is joining and they're usually people who pay money are you're not going to get the troll problem or the commenting problem or the randomness problem and you know so leave everything open let people talk to you as much as possible figure out ways to mitigate that through com like our community answers some of the questions on the comments on our courses and i'm like that's a great answer i'm not going to answer that i'm just going to leave that and let it be you know so leave everything open leave that communication is so key in a membership letting your team communicate with your community and your community uh communicate with your team. You just have to be uh, manage your energy and your time. You shouldn't be in doing everything. Um, but leave that stuff open, man. You want you want the community. The community is what fuels the whole, you know, dynamo. And uh, once you get the community take over, like you don't have to stress out or worry about it. It's all taken care of. So leave that's that stuff great. Open. Now, yeah. would you say because in my software, I, I use a certain software that allows you to if a comment is posted on, let's say I'm teaching about the subject on wholesaling and there's somebody puts a comment on there. I could literally have alert me and tell me, and I have to actually go in and approve it. Is that something we should do or should just oh, let it comment? Like moderation. You know, I let them all just roll out. I'd, I'm a, I'm a forgiveness, uh, not permission kind of guy anyway. And like, if, if something's 99% of people don't see 99% of the stuff that you post or that anybody posts in your forums. So if there's something in there that gets through and we find it later, you know, I have flagging in my forums, like in, in Facebook groups have that too. Let your com community police that, you know, like let, let the community will help you. Like every once in a while, something will be like, somebody says something ignorant to somebody or something. They flag it. We delete it. It's fine. Uh, but I'm not going to sit there and moderate. I couldn't, there's no way there's too active in our forums. And uh, you know, if you have a Facebook group and you've got three, we got a guy that's got, uh, we, we know uh, we've got one guy is 10,000 members in a Facebook group. And we're like, you can't, those are paying members. You can't sit and you can't moderate that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so just let it ride, let it fly, let the flagging happen. 99% of your members will never see anything that's annoying. So like, just delete it and move on and not worry about it, man. Yeah. We don't, we don't moderate. We mitigate, you know, we, we, we have rules, we have, uh, systems in place to catch things quick and get rid of them. And then just 99% of the stuff out there is good. Just let it ride, man. Let them have fun and let them, let them be free. Yeah. You know? That's great. Okay. So next up is the group coaching or the connection with you. The re reason why you sold me on membership, because I said, oh, I don't want to meet once a week. I don't want to do all this work. And you said, no, you don't literally just show up once a month for 90 minutes. I did that literally last night. So as we're recording this, I literally did it last night. I had a great time. I had people asking questions. I had people on there. I just launched my membership like a week ago. I already got seven people in there, which for me, I'm like, hey, that's seven more people than I had in the past. So this is great. That's more money coming in. I'm able to help so many more people. Now, if you're thinking about group coaching once a, a month for 90 minutes, is that enough? Or, but I mean, what blew my mind is the writer literally just putting a clock on there, people paying him money to watch that clock and write. But what is too much? What is too little in the group coaching? That That's going to vary. We have people that do quarterly calls. I mean, we have people that sometimes they'll just go once a quarter and come in and do Q&As and they have a nice automated email sequence to guide people through some courses. So new people are taking action and then they show up once a quarter to really do a nice in-depth kind of Q&A, you know. Um, for us, we've tested everything. We've tested quarterly. We've tested monthly. We've tested weekly. Okay. And um, we've, we've done everything in between. And for us, the sweet spot seemed to be once every two weeks. 
That's where we like to show up for our community. Now we have rules though. We say we are only going to answer 10 to 15 questions. What last uh, we had, I think we had 30 unanswered questions at the end of our Q and a uh, last Tuesday, but here's what we did. Here's what we do though. This is perfect that you, 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 you want to, you want people to be hungry. You want them to, you want them to want more. You don't want to give them everything. That's like eating too much bread before your steak. That don't make no sense. Right? So we're, we're, we're not the steak we're the bread. Right? So when we show up at a call, we're going to, we're going to answer those first 10 or 12 questions. We're going to give really good detailed answers. We know our community well, like we know we can recognize most people in it because we're there for them. And like, you know, we're going to answer those questions and we're going to give good answers. Everybody's going to learn from everybody else. But at the end, we just say, Hey guys, it's all the time we have for this week. We hope you're inspired. We hope you're fired up. We hope you got some value out of today. I know there's 30 more of you that didn't get your question answered today. Don't worry. We're going to be back here in a couple weeks and we're going to answer more questions. But hey, here's a great thing to do. You're already logged into the community. You're already here tonight. Before you go to sleep, go to the forum and post the question you didn't get answered. The community is going to rally around you and answer questions. Our team will be in there within the next 24 hours to point you in the right direction. So after member calls, we usually see the surge of 15 posts. In our, it just fuels the forum for the next couple weeks um, until we do it. So <clears throat> we're not getting, we're not telling people we're going to answer your question. We're giving you the opportunity to ask. And the opportunity to ask from us, that's great. But like a lot of times, the community is going to serve you better than we are anyway. So that that's just a mechanism to fuel more conversation. You don't have to answer every question. You don't have to show up every week. In fact, you're doing your people a disservice if you show up too much and your membership will actually go down. Uh, when we were doing weekly to experiment, we did an eight-week session of weekly. And the first time we ever went weekly, member call attendance started dropping. Because people started saying, ah, I can come to the next one. Ah, I can come to the next one. Ah, and it didn't work. So now we had to, you know, out of sight, out of mind, absence makes the heart grow fonder. We kind of spaced that out a little bit. Um, and the reason we chose bi -we or two, twice a month instead of monthly is because, one, we enjoy it. It's something we look forward to desperately. I love those member calls. They're so exciting and fun. And you see people making breakthroughs. And it really gives you the mo motivation more than them. Um, but another reason is because we do a lot of trials. And we want to make sure that anyone who's joined a free trial gets a chance to go to a member call before they renew because the retention just spikes on that first on that next month payment if they show up. So that's why we do that. Now, monthly's fine too, quarterly's fine. It's just what your people need and what you and what you enjoy. Balance those two things out. And um, the work is never it's not never that much work. And if you show up twice, it's three hours a month. I mean, I'll, if I can get a thousand people to pay me $85 a month and make a million dollars a year. Three hours a month is a pretty good trade for that, bro. You know what I'm saying? A pretty good trade. Absolutely. And I, like last night, so I have seven students and I think I made with all, because I have a, a premium price point, which is what I want to talk about next. Uh, I have a premium price point because I know my content is good. I know people are paying $3,000 for a course and they're paying much more than that for one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I have a premium price and it's like uh, $189 and it's $600 to get in. So I know it's premium, but for... The one call that I did for 90 minutes, the entire month, I just made what's like 600 bucks, literally just made 600 bucks out of, out of like uh, discounts and promos just because I was launching. I made 600 bucks in one 90 minute sessions. Not many people can. And say, that's going to grow. It's absolutely going to grow. You know what grow. I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to give yourself a raise. Like it's not that someone could say I made 600 bucks in an hour. It's like, wait, could you walk to your boss and say, Hey, you know what? I would love a $500 a month raise. I would love that. You, no, they can't do that, but you can. You can sell three more memberships, and now you're making five hundred more dollars a month. And then you sell ten more, and you're making another thousand dollars a month. Like you can give yourself a raise every day. That's the power 
of the membership, man. You're just getting the taste of it. You're in the you're in the shallow end, walking toward the deep end, brother. <laughs> no, my you know toe is saying? in there. My toe is in there. I can't wait. To get, <laughs> Your pinky toe. I want to jump One right toenail. In. So, uh, thinking with that, you know, some people might say, "Well, you know, man, this guy's making ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a month, and you know, he's just taking money off of people." But you got to realize if you have that perspective that. On my call where I made, you know, 600 bucks in that one 90 minute session, the people that were on that call, they went away like so happy, so excited because of all the coaching that I literally gave them. It's almost like one-on-one coaching because I'm answering their questions. Like, this is your question. Let me get to it. Let me help you. Let me give you the path. Let me coach you. And instead of spending five, six, seven thousand dollars to work with me one-on-one, they're literally paying, you know, like. 80 bucks, 90 bucks, or $100 or $200. You're giving them an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and they're walking it, away. It doesn't matter what the price is. Yeah. And they're walking away with so much coaching that they are so. I had so many people say, thank you so much. This was awesome. Can't wait for the next one and things like that because we're helping. We don't, it's not like we're just, you know, stealing money from them. It's because we are helping. And that's, that's the biggest thing. We're able to help more people. See, I used to just do one-on-one coaching and I hired coaches and stuff and it goes great, but it's only one-on-one. I was like, man, how can I actually help more people? And after talking to you, I was like, Shane, you're right. I'm doing it. Let's do a membership. And so, and what it does is like, like when we first, we did not plan on launch flip lifestyle was not intended intentional. It's so funny because like we literally had passive income. I mean, I was selling digital lesson plans to teachers. I mean, they were just logging in and getting their stuff and I didn't do nothing. All I had to do was write emails and sell it, you know? And, um, so we had, you know, uh, we, it was crazy. Like the first time we ever did like six figures in a month, you know what I'm saying? With elementary librarian was the first business that we ever did that with. And you're just sitting there like dumbfounded. Like, how is that even possible? I literally worked 10 hours last month. You know what I'm saying? On like keeping things going. So we were just kind of coasting on that stuff. And we had a friend, her name was Lindsay. And, uh, and she said, Hey, I've seen what you guys have done. I'm really impressed. I would love to stay home and homeschool my daughter. And I, I would just love to do that. And I would love to homeschool her. And I, it's a dream of mine, but I just don't know how I could do it. Could you show me how to make money online too? So we said, yeah, we'll help you. Well, sure. We'll help you. So we helped Lindsay and they, and she did, she was, she created digital products. She got them online. She started making a thousand, 1500, started making money. And she got to enough where they felt like comfortable in their budget to, for her to stay home and homeschool her daughter. Didn't think anything of it. About three months later, after she resigned, her husband came up to me at church and he was like, had a little tear in his eye. I'm like, you all right? And he goes, yeah, man. He goes, I'm really good. And uh, I just wanted to thank you um, for that. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, I don't, we've never told you that what you did for us really changed our life. Lindsay got to stay home and homeschool her, our kids. Um, we went to Florida last month and it's the first time we've ever taken our family on a vacation. And not only that, man, my dream has always been to co- be a college professor, but I, I never wanted to go into debt for my PhD. And um, I'm now using that money that we're ma- we made online to, to, uh, to fund my debt-free PhD. And he's a college professor right now. And like, so we hugged and, you know, it was so, it was so overwhelming for someone to say that to you for the first time. And I got in the car that day and I said, you know, Jocelyn, if what we do changed our life and what we do worked for Lindsay and her husband, this could probably help a lot of people. And we built, and we, we had to look at it from, a, from that lens of how can we help as many people as possible, but not just anybody. We had to help real families that were living paycheck to paycheck. The membership model created not only a path for people to actually be able to afford to talk to us, 
because you know you're making two thousand dollars an hour on your own you don't need you don't need to you got to protect your effective hourly rate once you're an entrepreneur and a business owner and we say wait this gives us a way to not only scale it and help as many people as possible but it creates a platform that they can actually go do and actually find the money for it you know and afford the training and coaching in the community so it's almost a disservice not to, now there's always going to be an elevated tier that comes into your programs your coaching and stuff like that you want there's always going to be somebody that wants your one-on-one -on -one help and is willing to pay for it but now we've created a way for hundreds thousands of people to get access to the training coaching and community they need to, fl to flip their life so like the membership model if, if anything if you have a heart to serve people in your space and you want to reach more people that's why you do the membership screw the money like it gives you a chance to be able to actually you know scale coaching in a way that helps people man you're it, it's all it comes down to is helping more people the more people that i help the more, the better their lives get. The more people I teach how to buy a rental property, making two hundred fifty dollars a month from that one property, and then being able to scale the business on their own, that changes their life. It changed my life, and so I'm able to do that. And so, even thinking about teaching U.S. history, I would absolutely pay you if I was a teacher, and I love teaching. I just want to keep teaching, but it would allow. I would pay you fifty bucks a month if it would allow me to come home at three thirty every single day, as opposed to waiting and Pick taking forever. Up. Yeah. Like what my brother actually uses the plans. He's actually still a history teacher and he uses those and he uses some of the plans I created, you know, in his classroom. And, um, and on days, you know, when he is tired and he's been dealing with high school kids all day and he's been teaching, but you know what? Everything's done for tomorrow. He's got it all sitting right there. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's, and, he, and it's good because he can go pick his kid up and go watch him do Taekwondo at night. You know what I mean? And like, he's not stressed out about, and, and when he gets to work the next day, he's prepared bell to bell. You know, like people tell us that all the time with those lesson plans, it's not about the plans. It's about the time. Right. So we are serving that community in a way that's really helping them. We have another friend named Aaron Chase. Do you know who Aaron Chase is? She has a website called yep, $5 dinners. And, um, Aaron helps people save money on their groceries. Her membership's like a few dollars. It's not that much every month, but she has hundreds and hundreds of people doing this. So she's making good money and she's just helping people worry a little less about their budget, feed their family healthy meals, connect with their kids over food. And like, like she can't do that walking in and cooking lunch for somebody one-on-one. -on -one. She can't do that catering, but she can do it in this platform, this membership where she can spread her uh, influence out over a lot of people. And if she's smart about it, it also protects her time and protects her income at the same time. So everybody wins uh, in the membership model, everybody. I love that. Now, I wanna move on to promotion and pricing and all that sort of stuff. Pricing, I mean, we can definitely adjust pricing, but promotion, you are, every single time I talk to you, I'm like, Shane is the king of promotion. Not, not like like in a in a. Uh, car salesman type of way. No, you're just creative. You have so many different ideas to help somebody to realize, hey, this is actually a really good deal because what we're, pr we're providing and what we're offering is very, very valuable. We just need to help them give that little bit of nudge and that promotion's fantastic. So talk to us about promotion and how there's so many different ways that you can actually promote something like a membership. Yeah. So the, the most important thing about promoting memberships is understanding your points of least resistance, your POLR. That's what we call it. So the point of least resistance is the best promotion at the right time for that person to have a no-brainer decision to join your community. Now, it's weird how these work. For example, I have a, a, um, a lady named Blair Green, and she runs a site called Farmerpreneur Academy. And her membership is a higher-end membership because uh, it's it's like 
I think it's $300 a month, might be $297. I don't know what it is, but it's really expensive, but it's pharmacists. So this is a high income earner who is often a business owner trying to produce services and grow their business and do these things. So she can literally help people, you know, pharmacists make thousands, tens of thousands more dollars through her training. Okay. Now we experimented with points of least resistance. We tried dollar trials, $9 trials, free trials, things like that. But what was funny is nothing was working until we raised the price on these trial offers. So a hundred dollar trial was actually the point of least resistance. And then there were other, then we figured out when that didn't work, there was a timing issue. Like maybe something was going on in the pharmacy world. Maybe there was something happening that was influencing like what drugs, maybe it was flu season and flu shots were coming out. So we had to focus our bonus training. The point of least resistance was actually the full price that month, but it was a bonus training on how to add flu shots to your services. So like that, that point, the point of least resistance can be behavioral. It can be something that's happening in your market. It can be price sensitive. Like maybe, you know, Black Friday is always price sensitive and every, almost every membership does better if they'll offer a really good annual deal for Black Friday. We found that like, forget the monthly price that one, we always screen, get as many monthly members as you can. That's our mission. We don't like to, to promote annuals except for certain reasons. But like Black Friday is a great time to offer an annual plan because people love to save money on Black Friday. It's the most price sensitive uh, point of any calendar in marketing, right? So if you'll think about your different promotions, your different things like that, like what is the point of least resistance? What's happening in the life of my avatar? What's happening in my niche? Maybe it's a bonus this month. Maybe it's a price increase. Maybe it's a price decrease. Maybe it's a free trial. Maybe it's a dollar trial. Back to school, right? Back to school, we offer a lot of discounts. That's for our teaching sites because that's a trigger the trigger, they're ready to go, right? And we just have to figure out the language. Um, I just did, um, we're recording this in the middle of the coronavirus outbreak for anybody that's wondering. And for everybody right? so that's hearing Shane literally cough in the middle, it's because he either had coronavirus or I some just, strain of it. Yeah, I went down. I was down for, for the count for five days, man. I was struggling. It was like I almost, talk, go, like, I got to go to the hospital. I'm going to die. It was that bad. I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> I, yeah, it was, I did. I went to the ER, man. They came at me in hazmat suits. And stuff. <laughs> so we crazy. have Shane who is anyway, successfully... Beat Corona. Survived. Uh, so I've he said, it. he said, Rona, I, Rona, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> I, you're done. I am not going quietly into the <laughs> night. I refuse. And uh, that, so anyway, so like, you know, we just did, um, you know, we, we looked at everything and we said, how can we help as many people as possible right now? What can we do? So we decided, hey, everybody's stuck at home. Let's do an eight week challenge. And we did a 60 day. Uh, we did a first time we've ever done a trial in more than 30 days. I was scared to death to do it. I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, 60 day trial had a, like a six or 7% upsell rate on the thank you page into our quarterly and annual plan. So we got people to buy in right away, you know, once we explained to them the value of committing, uh, but we did a 60 day trial. We did 205 members in five days. Um, so now you know, we, we, we will recover probably, I'd say we'll retain 50 to 60% of those, uh, at the end of the trial. That's usually historically what our free trials do. So, you know, I just created $10,000 a month in revenue down the road. I just planted seeds for harvest later, but I found the point of least resistance. It was a new offer. It was like, hey, we're going to be stuck in April and May. Why don't we help these people launch their membership? If they launch their membership and go get 20 members, it's going to be free for them anyway. Let's just help as many people do that as quick as possible. So we're doing a weekly eight-week challenge where I'm showing up and answering beginner questions. And uh, I'm just, you know, eight weeks, it starts and stops. It's an hour each time. No big deal. So I'll trade eight hours of work up front for potentially $10,000 a month on the backside. That's a good trade. That's always a good trade. But the point of least resistance now was a longer trial. 
because there are economic considerations right now that are happening. Uh, there's our thing like, hey, let's help as many people as possible. This was a way to push people through the catalyst into the membership, prove our value and keep them. I will earn every dollar that stays over the next eight weeks for those people because I'm going to serve them and lead them well. And I know that they're going to be introduced to our community. They're going to find out our courses are awesome. I just had to find that point of least resistance today. Right. It'll be different next month. It'll be different in three months. It'll be different in six months. Um, and the best thing for pricing, every price, everything you do, just put a price tag on it and see what happens. That's your first price. Never try to wrestle and figure out what price you should charge. And now if you if you're confused, pick 49 or 97 and try it. But, you know, just pick your price. Try it. You'll learn really fast. You'll move it up and down and left and sideways and trials and you'll figure it out. But you've got to have a price before you can figure out the price. So, yeah. Yeah. So pricing is definitely I love that idea. Just just do it. I, I completely agree with that. So we uh, the path of least resistance for hopefully entrepreneurs, we should be able to figure that out. But I'm going to say, well, shoot, Shane, I have my, I teach people how to invest in rental properties. And uh, right now I'm charging $600 for them to come in. That's the entry, like just to get in $600. Like that's, that's the um, entry fee. And then it's $200 a month after that. How do I then look at, okay, this is what I'm playing with. How do I find, figure out if it's seasonal or like you said with the pharmacy or something like, how do we figure out what is the path of least resistance? Is it a trial and error or what do you think? It's just trial and error. It's every niche is different, man. It's just like every, every variable of the, like your avatar's, you know, average income, your avatar's average uh, desire to work on this thing. You know, like every, like, like the, uh, the point of least resistance is extremely difficult for teachers, uh, for our teacher niches in June because no one's teaching, right? You know, it's weird. Like everyone's on summer vacation, right? So we've had all kinds of, like we don't, like we promote heavily at an at a end of school sale. And that's when, another time that we might do a quarterly or an annual plan. So if I can get a bunch of quarterlies in May and then they go on vacation in June, they don't have to pay a payment. So I'm getting almost the same amount of money and they'll just pay it again in August when they circle back around. So there's lots of little tools we have in our tool belt to overcome these challenges in all of our uh, business cycles. And it's just it's just experimenting and going through it. And that's why we just say launch as fast as possible. Get a price in the market like you're going to find things like uh, you're going to find all kinds of different things that work in your space that don't work in other space. Like I would like for just off the top of my head, like uh, they just lowered interest rates. You know what I'm saying? So it's easier to get money now. It's going to be cheaper. It's going to trickle down through all the mortgages and the systems eventually. I would say that in your space a month from now, there's going to be some kind of promotion. You can say, hey. They low, the Fed lowered interest rates last time. Loans are going down. Great time to go jump into a property. You're going to save a little money. Like there's probably some kind of promotion you can run around that where you could say something like, um, like you could do something like, uh, you could do some, uh, like the, the, the entry fee for 24 hours is the, uh, the interest rate. If you give me 50 cents, I'll let you in. Or so, you know, because it's 0.5. You know what I mean? Like they lowered it 0.5. Hey, they lowered the interest rate. It was, it was three and they lowered it to two. That's 33%. I'm giving you 33% off the entry fee for a week so you can get in the market and you can take advantage of these low rates. Like that for right there, that might be the point of least resistance that someone's been waiting for. Like I can borrow money cheaper right now. I can leverage this property now. That's a good deal. It's, he's giving me a little discount to get in the door. Heck, I'm going to go try. You know, so like that things like that, like just just trying to attach your point of least resistance to the conversation your avatar is already having with themselves. If you can do that, you're going to find a thousand ways to sell your every week. You can, I, we, we are big on, you should have a promotion every week. 
right? Holidays are a great time to attach this to. Um, save some green, St. Patrick's Day, whatever. You know, you can do some stuff save like some that. Green, like, I love but it. if you. But, <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? but like, but anything you can do to attach it to something that there are like real things in your in your niche. Like, it's easy for me to sell Philip Lifestyle right now because everybody's wanting to start an online business because they've lost their jobs. Yes, absolutely. So, like things like that, man. You know, so do like, you worry about you previous people that bought in at the full price or a different price, and then they find out, hey, man, dude, Shane's literally giving away for like a year for free. You know, they, they get upset. I don't know if you're gonna do that. Not really. Not, no, not really. Because the monthly price never goes down. It only goes up. So like we might start at 29 and think, wow, everybody bought that. Let's go to 39. Well, then we say, hey, everybody join. We're about to raise the price. They all join at 29. They're locked in forever. 39, locked in forever. Raises to 49. We're always going to go up on our monthly as of, until we can push the point of diminishing returns, right? So the, the the promotions are different. Like you're only getting like the free trials and stuff. We always say new people get free trials because almost all of our people have came in on some kind of trial at this point. So that's that's kind of worked itself out. And we do occasionally have somebody say, hey, you gave them a 30-day trial. Can I just have a month free? And we're like, no, you can't. But we will give you a, we'll gi I'll give you, uh, how about this? I'll give you six free months if you'll commit to the annual plan. If you'll commit to me, I'll give you six free months. So yeah, you want a free month? How about six? I'll trade you your one month for six and I'll give you 50% off the annual plan because you're investing money up front into my company at that point. You know what I'm saying? Now, anytime we do get an upsell like that, like we 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 live and die by the monthly membership and knowing our numbers and how far they go out. But anytime someone buys a quarterly or annual, we immediately invest that back into the company to get more monthly members. So that's how we view that kind of situation. That's why we will offer a discount if you'll commit for a longer term, because we're going to redeploy that money to go get 20 more members. So like maybe hiring, you know, if, if we get five annual members, well, let's, let's hire somebody this month, you know, let's, let's buy some help or let's go buy some ads or let's do something else. So that the upsells in the quarterlies and annuals become investment money. The first pass, if the first quarterly we put back into the company, when they pay again, three months later, that's back into the mix as our profit, right? So that's how you got to think about your money there. But we never had that problem. It just, it never, it doesn't make sense for anyone to complain because the people that are being rewarded are the people that are committing. You see what I'm saying? For the discounts and the monthlies are always the same. So it doesn't okay, matter. Okay. Got it. So here's what I have. You're playing your prices off that monthly price. Your annual, your annuals and quarterlies play off the monthly price. So like the, the monthly has got to always go up. Almost all. Okay. So right now I started at $189 a month and to launch it, I said, everybody, I'm going to give it for half off right now. It's literally half off because I'm launching it. I want to see if you guys are not to see, I, I want you guys to get started because I'm launching it. I'm going to do a special deal because you guys have been with me forever. Now I'm gonna give a special deal. Now that 50% off is gone. It was 50% off of the launch at, you know, the, the, the join fee as well as a 50% off the membership as well. That's your floor now. Yes. Those people are your floor. Yes. You never offer a price below that. Those people are honored and loyal and founding members who have the best rate ever. But you can uh, do another, you could do a one for 40% off and open a new beta group. Yeah. Right. So you can say, hey, limited time, next group, next, uh, my beta group's in, they got 50% off. Uh, this is going to be $200 forever eventually. Well, it might get higher. Who knows? But like the, you can do a 40% off beta group and get 20 more people. Then you can do a 30% off, get more, 25%, 20%. You can, you can expand out as long as you're still rewarding founding people who trusted you. And then eventually it comes to a point where like, you know, like I, we don't sell it less than, you know, 10% off on an occasional deal. You know what I mean? So they're like all, like everybody's paying less than the, than the normal join today price. 
you know, unless you join the quarterly or unless you join, if you commit to us, we'll commit to you. We'll, we'll honor you and give you free stuff. You know what I'm saying? Free months, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta invest higher up front to do that. You see what I'm saying? But almost, I mean, 99% of our people probably have came in at some point below the $99 a month we've raised it to. They've just came in in phases and waves and we just keep raising it and we, we will keep raising it until people stop paying it. The monthly price. That's what we'll do. So Yeah, man. So I have given us so much great insight. I mean, I don't even need to ask you how to scale it because everything that you talk about is literally how to scale it. Because usually I love to ask, how do you scale it? But you literally, if you got a hundred people giving you $50 a month, that's $5,000, $60,000 a year. That's amazing. And there's no time in the history of the world that has been so easy to make money or not easy because you have to do work, but it's at your fingertips. It's simple, not easy. Yes, it's, it's simple. simple, not easy. And it's no, at your fingertips. Yeah. Like we have the internet, we have this ability. We have so many great options out there to have software that literally does it for us. It's amazing. Now, Matt, Shane, you give us so much great insights. I want to jump into the rapid fire round. Are you ready? All right. So the first question is, hopefully we have a little bit of extra time to give, to serve. We're not working the nine to five or more for somebody else. We have a little extra time to give and serve. How are you making the world a better place or your community or the people around you, or even your family? How are you helping other people? Oh, sure. Like I, we, uh, we have a buddy of mine named Cliff Ravenscraft. He told me something one time. I said, man, I'm getting a little overwhelmed. There's so many people here. Like I wish I could help. I, I do, even though I'm helping a lot of people, I wish that I could help some particular people, you know, go work with them, but they might not be able to even afford what I'm charging now. What do I do? And he said, well, Shane, I would do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. So I will actually personally reach out sometimes to people on our email list or in our community or things like that. And I will give them my time to help them take their membership. Because my, my membership community, Flip Lifestyle, is my mission in this life. Like, I think it's why God put me on this earth is to teach people how to do this, you know. So, like, we really focus a lot on that. And, um, dude, also, too, I mean, I don't want to say numbers or anything, but, like, I, I, I'm really blessed that we get to give to our church. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, we, I believe we volunteered at our church. There's only two ways to do anything. Roll up your sleeves or open your wallet. And like, I'm blessed that we were able to serve our church in a, in a lot of ways, um, physically over the years. But when we were blessed by selling a company, when we were blessed by what we do now, we get to give to our church too. So, um, that's how we're fantastic. I love that. My wife and I, we love to give. And so that's something that as we got more rental properties, like, man, we can give so much more money. This is fantastic. Let's do it. Dude, I, I, I can send three kids to summer camp. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, that's crazy, dude. Unbelievable. Awesome. Okay, so now we know, you give us so much good insights on how to get started, but there has to be some bit of advice that you want to give. Now, not, not just get started. Everybody says, oh, just get started. Just do it now. Is What is some little bit of advice that you can give to somebody who's already got started? They really won't move in, but they need some a little bit of advice. What would you give them if they're getting started? Be the glacier, not the prairie fire. I tell everybody. I have that. no idea what that means. I, you definitely. I'm about to, I'm about to explain it. I'm about to explain it. So like, you know, there's a lot of, in the entrepreneur world, there's a lot of, you know, uh, uh, pyro and, and what do they call it? Ballyhoo and pyro. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, Whoa, look at me, my car, my Ferrari, my, I got rich so fast and all that stuff. Right. Well, here's the deal. Those people are prairie fires. It's going to look cool, man. And then it's going to burn out. They're going to be gone. They're not going to lie. And it's all, it's not even real. What you're seeing, because, you know, like the waves above a prayer, you know, the fire, you're seeing mirages and illusions. It's all fake and it's all going to go away fast. You want to build your membership like a glacier, snowball by snowflakes, you know, ice by ice, like just start stacking that thing bigger and bigger. 
and you're this unmovable force going forward. So like, you know, that we always say, man, a hundred people, that still seems hard. You know what? Take two months and set your membership up and get 10 a month for 10 months. And in one year, you've got a hundred people paying you $50 a month. And now you're this big immovable glacier moving forward. You can't be stopped. 10 more, let it snow again, keep stacking higher. So when you're, when you're starting your membership journey, there's some psychological differences than any other business. And that's the biggest one. You are a glacier, not a prairie fire. You are not going to burn out fast. You're going to build up over time and then become unstoppable moving forward. So that's what I would tell anybody getting started. I love that idea. That's fantastic. Cause you know, in the real estate space, you see so many people standing by a Ferrari or, you know, in their mansion, I I'm in the real estate space. I have plenty of money. I'm blessed to be able to buy a property if I want, but I moved from California to Arizona to be closer to my in-laws. And we had a rental property in Arizona. It's 1,250 square feet. And so everybody looking on YouTube, you can see my kids. I have four kids. I just moved the camera a little bit. I have four kids and we're in a 1,250 square foot house. I'm not, you know, I don't have Ferraris and anything. I have money. I could buy something like that or I could rent it or whatever. I ain't money. got time to drive a Ferrari. I'm trying to sell more members. Yeah, <laughs> Who's got time to do that? Crap? I'm not driving around on a free drive here. I got stuff to do, man. So all, you know what I mean? Yeah, I all those real estate guys that they're they're flashy. You can have, you could be a billionaire and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, that's just not me. I I I personally get repelled by people like that. There are probably other people like me. Let me just talk. I'm your next door neighbor, just like you, Shane. Your next door neighbor, but you own a lake, which is awesome. Actually, Shane, if for everybody on the YouTube channel, I really would appreciate you turn the camera so everybody can absolutely see the awesome lake that you have. Look at that. What is the deal with that? <laughs> you have fish in there? I'm in the, can... I, I got fish. I got jet skis. I got, uh, we got deer that you name it. I got 40 acres of hunting reserve. Hey, man. Anytime you, know you need so, like, somebody to stand in the stand with you. If you need to come call the herd, man, I'll holler oh, at dude, you. Come anytime you here. want somebody to come out with you, I'll be there. Now we, we are very, we are very blessed, man. I want to I want to I want to say, I don't show you that to brag. No, but like, well, I'm, yeah, I'm asking you yeah, to do that. We've got a really good deal. Yeah, I'm asking you that. Yeah. And obviously the reason why is because you have, you've been blessed with all this stuff on top of that, your members inside your course, people can say, Oh man, he's just getting wealthy on other people. Well, you are helping so many people at a very low, low price point. That's the business that we're in is helping so many people and making it so affordable for them that so many people can do it. So yeah, absolutely. We had three, we had, we had, we had a, we had our uh, last March in 2019, we had our first member cross the million dollar mark. And um, we drove, we, we, we personally drove to the city where they live and took them out to dinner. And um, that were the, and then since then, I think, I think, I think last year we had five people cross the million dollar mark in their memberships. So like, you know, we, we've had dozens of people reach multiple six figures and uh, we have over, a, I think it's like 1100 and something printed actual submitted success stories. So God knows how many there are. That's the people that told us, you know what I mean? So yeah, we're, 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 we're here. Like, look, if you, if you join for a hundred bucks a month and you get three and you get six members, you're making 300 bucks a month. It's not a hard math equation here, y'all. You figure it out. If you have 20 people paying you $50 a month, you're making $1,000 a month and you're paying us 100 to learn how to get the next one. So like, we're not, we're not it's, it's a good trade. It's a very good trade inside the Flip Your Life community, I promise. Awesome. Okay, next question. If you're gonna go back and give your younger self, you know, teenage, you know, maybe get into 20 years old, younger self, any advice, business, life, whatever, what would it be? Oh my gosh. I would go back to my apartment when I was 23 years old. And here's exactly what I would say. When I was 23 years old, I was uh, just starting to coach football and I had gotten a few coaches to give me their playbooks to sell. And I was selling them on CDs on eBay. And I bought a book about Dreamweaver 
the old HTML uh, website builder. This is back in 2000, like, I don't even know what year it was. Something, not, a long time ago. Internet was just, all this stuff was starting. And, I'd say, and, I, and I started and I made some money, but then I kind of uh, burnt out a little bit on trying to learn some things. And I would go back and say, God Almighty, do keep going, keep go, start and keep going. And like that was, I think that's the problem that most people do. They start and it gets a little hard and they quit. And I'm like, gosh, what if I had been doing this 20 years ago? What I'm doing now, like I can't even imagine what my life would look like or my family's future or my family tree would look like. Right. So, you know, I think that's the best advice I would give to my younger self is it's keep going. Don't quit when it gets hard. Just do the next thing and figure it out. Everything's figure outable. And if you figure it out, you're the one that's going to get the money for it. So just keep going, man. That's great. Okay. So next question is, what is one tool or app, or it could be a whiteboard? Like, what is one tool that you use on a day-to-day basis that we should look into using? You know, I think probably Zoom is the one I use the most. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's for that. But anyone who's getting into the membership space, I would actually recommend Kajabi. Kajabi as a tool because uh, it's a great platform for quickly uh, for the layman to quickly build a website and build a content area. And then you can tag a Facebook group on it. And you can get a membership going really quick. So I, I really love Kajabi. That's great. Okay. Last question is what is one nonfiction book that you would suggest we should all read? Ooh, God, there's so many. I hate, I hate this question because there's so many books. I've read a thousand books since I started being an entrepreneur. I think if you're getting into memberships, a great book is uh, by, I think her name is Robbie Kellerman. Um, it's called The Membership Economy. It was written about uh, 2014 or so, and she kind of predicted what was happening with Netflix and things like that. Um, and it's a great fundamental book of what the forever customer kind of looks like. Um, so probably, probably go grab the member. If you're starting in memberships, that's probably the, a great jumping off point until I write my book. I'm going to write me a book about memberships eventually. So I'll write one. I'll send it to you. But until then, you can check out the membership. Economy. Awesome. So, good. Now, Shane, you give us so much great insights and I am absolutely a member of the flip lifestyle. We met, I don't know, about a month ago, month and a half ago. And I was like, dude, just because this guy talking to him, even though I've already, I literally done everything before and he talked me into it. I'm going to join his membership just because he's awesome. Let me go ahead and do it. So I absolutely vouch for Shane and everything and he and his wife do. They, they're fantastic. They're good people too. Just like your normal next door neighbor, which is great. Now, Shane, somebody's going to want to reach out to you. They're going to want to join Flip Lifestyle. Like how can they find you and how can they actually get in started with you? Sure. If you want to start a membership uh, site or if you want us to help you get started, uh, just go to flippedlifestyle.com slash free, F-L-I-P-P-E-D, flippedlifestyle.com slash free. And uh, we'll give you a 30-day trial. It's completely open. It's 100% access to every course, every forum, every member call, everything we got. If you don't like it, you can cancel anytime. It doesn't matter. Um, We do require a credit card to verify identities. We do protect our community culture. Uh, by making sure we know exactly people are real. We don't just let you come in anonymous. So check that out, though. It is free for 30 days. You will not be charged a dime, and uh, you can cancel before your renewal. And uh, it's flippedlifestyle.com slash free. And also, we have a podcast, um, Flipped, the Flipped Lifestyle podcast. comes out every single week, and we do a one-on-one call with our members. And uh, we actually coach them through their biggest trials and anything they're going through, frustrations, and we help them take their membership to the next level. And you get to listen in just like you're getting a $1,000 coaching session for free every single week. Uh, check that out, the Flip Lifestyle Podcast. Man, that's great. I love it, Shane. It's been fantastic talking to you. I think everybody is going to just be like, at least for me, because I know my business is definitely changed. I still have, I still have my business, and I'm like, dude, now I have a floor of money coming in because I have a membership, but I'm right. helping so 
many more people. My time was limited because I couldn't coach everybody. Now I can. It's awesome. Man, Shane, thank you so much for being on the Successfully Unemployed podcast. I'm really, really glad to have you. Thank you very much. I love what you're doing. You keep doing it, man. I appreciate you so much, Dustin. Thanks for letting me be here. Thanks, brother. Now, like I said, I am a big believer in memberships or this subscription model. The biggest reason is we can help so many more people and get them what they want, what they desire, what they need, and charge a much lower price point. The second thing that's also fantastic is we can make a lot more money because we have more people giving us money every single month. We are serving more people. So imagine you have a membership where you're charging $50 a month. Well, if you have 100 people, that's $5,000 a month that you're making every single month and $60,000 a year. You could quit your J-O-B. My goodness. I am going to tell you right now, I am actually, I have a friend who is really good at flag football and everything about football. And I told him, you know what I want to do? I want to help you out. I'm going to help you build a membership. Let's do it together. You be the content person. You create the videos. You do everything. I'll do everything on the back end. We'll do everything that Shane just told us how to do. And we will create a business where we're getting at least 100 people making or giving us $50 a month, giving them great, great value, everything that they need so that you can quit your job. Let's go ahead and do that. Okay, guys, now I want you to get started. You are fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. Get your memberships built. Start teaching people. Start showing people how they can do whatever it is that you do. If you're a teacher, you should absolutely take everything that you're already teaching, put it online, get a membership. You're going to be making so much more money doing that just like Shane has. Okay, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next time with another great interview with an entrepreneur, an investor, side hustle expert, or anybody and everybody who can show us how to become successfully unemployed. All right, we'll see you.